Racism is a good thing when it's against white people. Mr. Reagan. That tends to be the position of the left today. You know, as you go through life, you end up talking to people about a variety of of, of subjects. You talk to people about race, you talk to people about religion, you talk to people about money. The things you're not supposed to talk to people about. I think they're the most important things to talk about. I think they're the funnest things to talk about. Um, or philosophy. You know, th- these sorts of important issues. A lot of people say to me, well, everybody's a little racist. No, not everybody's a little racist. If you think everybody's a little racist, that means you're a little racist and you're just projecting. Projection is a psychological term. You suspect that everybody thinks like you in a particular way or everybody acts like you in a particular way for the same reasons. According to Wikipedia, it is a theory in psychology in which humans defend themselves against their own unconscious impulses or qualities, both positive and negative, by denying the existence of those qualities in themselves while attributing them to others. For example, a person who is habitually intolerant may consistently accuse other people of being intolerant. It incorporates blame shifting. Wow, that's like a perfect definition of a Democrat. According to some research, the projection... The projection of one's unconscious qualities onto others is a common process in everyday life for Democrats. Um, I may or may not have added that last part. So the question is then, can anyone actually be racially neutral? And I do think that there is a divide between conservatives and Democrats, conservatives and liberals on this issue. I do think that conservatives tend to believe that you can be racially neutral, And liberals tend to think that you cannot. And I do think that that suggests something about their inner psychology, but, you know, we'll let the the viewers all allow you to draw your own conclusions on that front. So considering these two perspectives, believing that you can be racially neutral and you cannot be racially neutral, how does one go about trying to make the world fair? So I think most conservatives strive to be genuinely balanced. That is, to create laws, to create environments, social environments, that will create an equal footing for everybody, right? This is often expressed in conservative and libertarian circles as equality of opportunity. So then how does a leftist who thinks there's no possibility of people being 100% racially neutral, how do they then go about making the world a more fair place? I think they join the underdogs. What do I mean by that? If you think that everybody is intrinsically racist, everybody has intrinsic bias, and you think that this is a bad thing, you're going to join a side. And this is part of the whole neo-Marxist stuff that um, Jordan Peterson and other people talk about, and it's something that I'm definitely going to delve into. And it is what breeds identity politics. It is to say, this is all us against them. Or, this is the good guys versus the bad guys. Or, this is this team against that team. So, if you want to make the world a fair place, you believe everybody's a racist, you believe everybody has intrinsic bias, and you want to be a good person, and these leftists, they want to be seen as good people in society. So, they join the team that they think is the oppressed team. They are absolutely convinced that white people, that Christians, that conservatives, that men, the patriarchy, that these are all the oppressor groups, right? These are all the bad guys, and these people all have intrinsic bias, and these people are all, you know, racist, sexist, etc. You may not even know you have these problems, but you definitely have them. And so you're joining the good guys, you're joining the underdogs, you're fighting for the vulnerable. 
But what if they're wrong? What if the liberals are wrong? What if conservatives are genuinely neutral? What if they're genuinely not biased? What if there is no intrinsic bias? Then what? Well, then the liberals are actually just being racist. And I think in this way, this is a pretty bold statement, but I'm going to make it. I think left-wing liberals have far more in common with white supremacists than do right-wing conservatives. In fact, I would say that they are incredibly similar. I mean, if you look at Black Lives Matter, if you look at Antifa, these are racist groups. If you look at the really hardcore feminist groups, they're sexist. They are legitimately sexist. If you genuinely want to be not racist, you cannot be racist against white people. If you want to be genuinely not sexist, you cannot be sexist against men. If you want to be tolerant of religion, you have to be tolerant of Christianity. And if you want to be tolerant of sexual preference, you have to be tolerant of straight people. So why is it that they're so convinced about intrinsic bias? Well, I think that there is something like intrinsic bias, but it's not negative, it's not bad. It's what I would call favoring the familiar, okay? All of us naturally favor what's familiar to us. For instance, you would feel more comfortable in your own home than you would in the home of a stranger, generally, unless you're a psychopath. So if you grow up and your family's white and your neighbors are white and most of your friends are white uh, and you go off to college, you may naturally feel more comfortable around white people. That's not racist. That's just a natural phenomenon. Now, occasionally, we do need to fight our natural instincts, okay? Um, this natural phenomenon uh, could potentially drive an irrational idea that things that are familiar to you are better than things that are unfamiliar to you. Generally, in society, we try to teach our, our children that this is, this is not necessarily true, right? In different countries, they have certain things that are superior to America, not very much, but a little bit. But occasionally you do find that that's true. But I think the left goes one step further. They say that the exotic is necessarily better. The out-group is always superior to the in-group. So those who are in power, and in the case of modern American politics from the perspective of the left, it's straight, white, Christian men, they're all the bad guys. And every other group is the good guys. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but that makes straight white Christian men a severe minority. Maybe you should make some scholarships for us. But I actually think that in some ways, um, our natural instinct to, to favor the familiar is actually an incredibly positive thing. It's a natural instinct that helps us to bond with people, to be loyal to people, to want to protect those whom we love, and to be skeptical about people who we're not familiar with. And that's important because if we try to be good people, genuinely good people, and we come upon somebody who we're completely unfamiliar with this kind of person, there's a fairly good chance that they're not a good person. And you come upon somebody who you've never met before, but there's some sense of familiarity with, with them, right? Not, not a racial thing, not a religious thing, but just you get a sense that there's something similar about them. You tend to click. Well, the likelihood is they're probably also a pretty good person. On the other hand, if you meet somebody who seems a little bit scary, a little bit, you know, weird, a little bit, you know, so significantly different that it makes you uncomfortable, there's a strong possibility that they're a bad person and you should avoid them, right? And these are complex things that go on in our brains. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. We've evolved to develop these systems and they're incredibly valuable. So this idea of intrinsic bias, I think, is completely confused 
with, with simply favoring the familiar, which again, is not a bad thing. Now, again, when it comes to race or, or culture or something like that, we could definitely fairly easily fight this tendency to want to favor the, fami- uh, favor the familiar. In fact, I think a lot of us find the exotic fascinating. I know I certainly do. So there is a kind of a balance in that sense. There are some, there are some aspects of life in which we will either favor the familiar or favor the exotic. Different people have different degrees to which they're going to favor either, and neither of which is necessarily good or necessarily bad. And you can't use that and conflate it with racism or sexism or some kind of other absurd bias. It's just the nature of human beings. And if we can accept each other for these differences, I think we can get along a lot better. You know, becoming a conservative is like when Darth Vader grabbed the Emperor, and he threw him down the pit to save his son, right? And he finally had the helmet off, and he could see clearly for the first time in years. Be Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi. In short, don't be racist, don't be sexist, don't be a leftist. Now, if you're not a leftist, go out there and red pill your friends. Well, that's it for me. If you like this video, hit the like button. If you want to see more videos like this, please subscribe. And if you hate me, it's fine. You'll be red pilled soon enough. Good night. The conservative so-called is the one that says, let me have more control of my own destiny. Is it morally right? And on that basis and that basis alone, we make a decision on every issue.